0: Ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here with me today. And I'm super excited because one of my coaches and mentors, Stephanie Gass, is on the show today. I recently sat down with Steph and interviewed her on starting a business online. She talks about how she teaches women how to start podcasts, get rid of social media, and grow their businesses online. Steph is a CEO, wife, boy mom, coffee lover, and PJ's all-day enthusiast. She helps women get clear on their niche, start a podcast, and grow a successful online business God's way. She is the host of a top 5% globally ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, The Stephanie Gas Show. She believes it is possible to partner with God to create impact and income without sacrificing or buying into social media hustle. We had such a great conversation. I know you guys are going to love this and you want to stick around to the very end because we are giving a very special, huge, huge discount to one of Steph's courses. I recently became an affiliate for her because I love her courses. I'm currently in her podcast to profit course. And it's been amazing for my growth and journey as a online podcaster and entrepreneur. So if you are looking to start a podcast, or find more clarity with your calling and what God's calling you to do in the online space, you definitely want to stick around. That link will be in the show notes as well. So you can go ahead and click that link and get a huge, huge discount. So All right, I am ready to get into this amazing interview. Let's go ahead and chat with Steph. Hey, mama, do you wish you had more patience with your kids? Are you in a constant battle of second guessing yourself thinking you're a bad mom? Do you ask yourself, why can't my kids just listen? How do I fix them? Or constantly think you're ruining your kids? You are not alone. Welcome to the Confident Mom podcast. My name is Melanie, and I used to parent from a place of anxiety, fear, and anger, always questioning if I was even cut out to be a mom. If this is you, you've come to the right place, friend. Every week, we will work on how to gain the confidence you need to be the mom God has called you to be. We'll discuss things like patience, self-care, mom guilt, and so much more. Are you ready? Grab your coffee and let's chat. Do you want to have more patience with your kids? Mama, I know what it's like to be constantly triggered by my kids, to lose patience more often than not, and then beat myself up after thinking I'm a horrible mom. That's why I created the Confident Mom Power Hour. During this private one-on-one session, you will not only learn to identify your own triggers, but will walk away with more confidence in your ability as a mom and simple action steps to help you become that patient mom God is calling you to be. You will have more peace in your home, less yelling, and a better relationship with your kids. So, if you are ready to be a more patient mom and have more joy and confidence in your motherhood, join me. I only have a few spots available, so click the link below to book your session. I cannot wait to chat with you, Mama. Hey, staff. Welcome to the Confident Mom Podcast. How are you? Good. How are you, Mel? Good, thanks.
1: Um, Why don't you start off by telling us about you and what you do? Sure. So my name is Steph Gass and I'm a boy mom, daughter of the king, coffee obsessed, PJ all day wearing, business owner, CEO, just so weird, right? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a combination of all things. But what I do is I help women get super clear on their calling Because I truly believe and know that everyone has been uniquely, wonderfully made. They have that one specific gifting that I believe that um, can be turned into a business or a ministry. So I help them do that. And uh, they do that by starting a podcast to grow an audience and then becoming a coach or having an online course to then make money by serving the people they're called to serve. So I have a podcast and that's what I do. That's me in a nutshell.
0: That's awesome. I love everything you're doing to help women and business owners. So Thank you. Um, can you tell us, so we're going to dive into how to get clear on your niche so we can start an online business. Right. So can you tell us what is a niche?
1: Yeah. So you say niche, I say niche. Okay. Everyone <laughs> is welcome here. Everyone is welcome. So y'all, however you say niche, nishi, niche is fine with us. Um, so what is a niche? It is a category or a product or a person that you serve, right? So it's a category of the market. So for example, you could have a niche of fitness. That would be a macro niche because it's really big, right? So Mm -hmm. it's really, that's okay. If you're Nike, however, we are not Nike. Most people listening to this episode. So you've got to pair it all the way back to try to find something that I like to call a micro niche or even a micro micro niche, which is not one category, but we partner two or three categories together. So for example, a quick fitness for Christian moms or something like, um, running, running for corporate men or whatever. Right. So you really want to find that sweet spot of like two or three categories that you bundle down into a micro niche. And then you have a basis to begin exploring more about what this business could be.
0: I love that. So it's kind of just getting super clear
1: about the community that you serve, right? Or the offer that you have, right? Or the what. It can be the who, or it can be the what, Melanie. And it Mm -hmm. could also be a combination. And that's, I think, where people get stuck a lot. Cause they're like, I'm not sure exactly what my, what is, but I know who I want to help or I know who I want, who I want to help, but I don't know how exactly that I help them, which is where I come in.
0: Awesome. So tell us a little bit about how can you build a business from your
1: niche? Sure. So the first step is we really have to get clear on our business plan. You do have to know what your niche is before you start throwing spaghetti at the wall. And I know I'm guilty of this. I'm sure that some of you listening are guilty of this. I want to make money from home. So let me try this and let me try this and let me try this. And when we look up and realize, oh my gosh, that didn't really work. It's because we were not operating in our giftings. Mm -hmm. So in order to get clear on your business plan, I actually have a course and Melanie will link it below, but it's called clarify your calling. And what it really does is it takes a, like a holistic, comprehensive look of your spiritual gifts and your vocational gifts and your experiences in your life and your trials, because all of these pieces of who you are and what you've been through, those are all the clues. Think of it like you had a jigsaw puzzle and all the pieces are dumped out and they're spread out, spread out across the table. You have to find the five pieces of that jigsaw puzzle that make the corner, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like we've got to pull those jigsaw pieces and put that one piece together that creates the one Thing, the one micro niche of where you're going to start. So that's first. Get clear on what it would be. And when I say business plan, there's a few other components. We can't just say, "Oh, I'm going to do, let's say, easy fitness for moms with littles." That's great, but like, what's it called? Mm-hmm. And so we have a title. And then, what's the promise of the brand? Maybe it's something like, um, "Quick fitness in 15 minutes or less." for busy moms. We need to tell her what is this brand or business I'm creating in one sentence, that's called a tagline. Then we need to know who is this woman that I'm going to help? How many kids does she have? How much time does she have? What does she do? Does she work? Does she stay at home? So we've got to know our avatar clarity. Then we need to know how are we going to create content for her and really friends. And we'll get there in a minute, but there's long form is your, is your friend you know, building a business on social is not sustainable. It takes way too much time for basically no ROI, no return on your time and no return on investment for sure. So we want to then figure out, which is actually step two, what's my long form content going to be. Mm -hmm. And then three, we need to figure out what is my avatar's number one problem. So when we look at our lady that I just kind of gave you an example about, let's say that she says But I always have my kids around. So I can't do fitness in 15 minutes. My kids are always with me. I've got a newborn and a two and a half year old, and my life is like crazy. So if you know that's her number one problem, that brings us to step four. How do you create mommy and me fitness workouts that are 15 minutes or less, right? So -hmm. you can start to mold your niche and mold your offers around what's the one thing your person's struggling with the most, and how do you solve that problem? That's your business right there.
0: I love that. And you gave a clear step-by-step description of everything you have to do to get clear and start building your business.
1: Right.
0: I love it. So let's talk about social media. Cause I know you are anti-social media for the most part, right? You're kind of off social media personally. And I feel like as moms, we spend so much time on there and we get sucked in. So tell us about um, what's the best form of long form content and why no social media?
1: Yeah, so glad you asked this question. Um, you know, I think as with anyone who wants to work from home and wants to make money from home, you look up, <clears throat> you look up and you look around and you see that social media must be the way. This coach over here says to do it, the newest hottest thing is reels and TikTok, so I'm going to start doing these videos even though I hate that. I don't want to do video, I better do video. And you start becoming a slave to creating content because you think that that is the way that you're going to grow an online business. But what happens, excuse me, is that you start giving all of your hours. You create a new addiction in your life. Your phone is constantly attached at your hip. You're capitalizing on your kids. Every cute thing that they do. Let me grab that for stories because it's relatable. Mm -hmm. You're missing beautiful blessing in your life because it has to be captured. And then you're posting it out there. And for what end? Like, does it actually work? Does it, yeah, maybe you get a like, maybe you even get a follower, but like, do they actually spend money with you? Do they convert and come listen to all your stuff? No, because they're in the same mindset you're in. I'm here for 20 seconds. Actually, let I'm here for two seconds. <laughs> I think yeah. that's cute, like next. And you've just wasted three hours on this platform that actually got you no further to your goal. Tomorrow you log in and guess what happened? Your posts are gone. They're not shown anymore in the feed. Your story is dead and you have to start all over again. And it's this constant Rat race of trying to be seen, but for what purpose? Just to be seen. So that's what happened for me, Mel. And I felt so convicted of like, I think I have a problem. Like, I can't not be with my phone. I can't not open this app. I don't actually want to listen to my son right now because I'm looking at Instagram. Like, I had a problem. And those are those discernment alarms that creep up in our heart. And they're nothing, it's nothing's wrong with you if that's what's going on. It wasn't, it truly wasn't my fault that I got to that place, but it was my fault if I stayed there. And so as I was praying, cause I don't have strength to overcome an addiction on my own. And right. I started to ask God how to help me. I started hearing the whisper of like, just delete it on the weekends. And so that's where I started about four years ago, three, four years ago, I would delete social media off of my phone every weekend. And I felt so free and I was present. And like, it was like this veil had been lifted off my eyes for 48 hours. I'm like, I don't care where my phone is. Like, I just, my heart was so much happier and I truly felt God's peace in those days. And then I would get back on and it would start again. And then I'd get back off. And it, this went on and on for a couple of years. And it was fine. It was helpful. It's a great place to start for those of you that I'm speaking to your soul right now. But the next step for me, God said, lay it down. And I was like, excuse me. Like, I have a business, Lord. I had 750 likes per post. We had like 350 likes or 350 views in the stories. I thought, This, I have to be here at some capacity, Lord. And he kept convicting me. And so about a year ago, I deleted Instagram for a month to test. I was like, Lord, I'll try it. You know, I'm stubborn. (laughs) So I deleted it for a month. No one on my team was allowed to get on Instagram. I was not getting on either. And so when we got back, here's the craziest part. There was like 24 likes per post. There was no more views in the stories. The whole thing had crumbled. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that proves this is not sustainable. That proves to me that if I'm not, I can't take 30 days sabbatical in my business. It's like, I have to show up every single day to sustain these likes that don't actually equal money. And what else happened, Mel, is my downloads grew on the podcast. My email list grew, revenue grew, everything kept growing. And I thought, oh my gosh, not only that, I got 15 hours back a week that I had been spending creating content going in the DMs, personally managing an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And I felt so free. And so I kept going for six more months. I went six more months without Instagram. And then at that point, we decided my team would, would post about our podcast episodes there, but I wasn't going back. So I personally have not gone back. And I we've, we have more growth than we've ever had. Everything else is exploding in the business. And I think that that's a testament to free up your time from distraction, which is what social media was for me. And it allowed me to to have my time back to become a visionary in my business again and to have time with my family so that I feel happier and more fulfilled when I show up to work. And so I completely let it go, which leads to your next part of your question, which was, what do you do instead? Right. Because so many of you listening are probably thinking you would have to use social or you're hearing me and you're feeling all kinds of opposition to what I'm saying right now. You are wrong. There's no way that I could have success without social. I would never be able to get off of social. And so I want to paint a picture for you of that same woman that we talked about earlier. She has a fitness podcast or she has a fitness Instagram, right? And she does the mommy and mm-hmm. me fitness workouts. She's constantly on Instagram, stories, reels, posts all the time, repurposes to TikTok, all this stuff. And she's so burnt out. If you're burnt out, that's your number one sign you're doing something wrong because you should mm-hmm. not be burnt out in your business. And she finds Steph gas. Cause I make everyone start <laughs> podcasts. Okay. So you're like, I will never start a podcast. You just wait. i like, hang out with yes. me for a while. And anyways, this woman comes and she's like, I'm so tired of this. And I say, Hey, let's start the mommy and me fitness podcast. Maybe it's called mommy and me fitness podcast. Maybe it's called easy workouts for mom. Maybe it's called, um, health made easy for busy moms. Like whatever the podcast is called, this woman has like quick five, 10 minute episodes around. Maybe it's like the number one thing you can do with your kid to boost your metabolism today. Maybe the next podcast episode said something like how to use playtime at the park as your 20 minute workout. Maybe the next one says something like the number one food hack to get more greens in with your picky eater kid or whatever. Right. So you start Mm -hmm. to have these content come out on your podcast that take you 15 minutes to record, 10 minutes to edit. They're super short. You pop them up on the podcast. And I teach you guys how to use keywords and titling and strategy so that people go find your podcast on Yahoo, on Google, on Apple podcasts. They find you and come listen to the show. Your one episode can reach hundreds, if not thousands of people for years to come. Some of my top downloaded episodes are years old. They're still working for me. Unlike a post I made on Instagram a year ago, that thing is obsolete tomorrow.
0: Right. That's, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So So that's an example. yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So we talked a little bit about the fitness podcast for moms. Can you give another example of how podcasting
1: can work for maybe like a different niche? Sure. So one of the other niches I hear a lot about in the, you know, mom space and, Wanting to work from home space is to be a freelancer or a virtual assistant. And again, yeah. like I see the hustle on social, like I've got to get in Facebook groups and start conversations and take it to the DMs and do a hundred discovery calls. And like all of this work that is just absolutely unnecessary versus so you're doing all of that. You're doing all these reels, all this stuff versus like, let's just start the, you know, um, scale, scale your business for solopreneurs podcast or optimize and scale or freelance to success or whatever you want your podcast to be called or even like social media strategy for entrepreneurs because it depends on who you're talking to. So this freelancer might be talking to to entrepreneurs who she does social media marketing, social Mm -hmm. media management as a freelancer. So now you have podcast episodes around one tip to boost your Facebook group engagement in five minutes a week. Maybe you have another podcast episode that's like how to create professional looking graphics in Canva three steps to get more people into your Facebook group or or two steps to grow your Instagram visibility, whatever you do. Mm -hmm. And you're talking to this entrepreneur or solopreneur. And then you say, friend, do you not want to do this yourself? Do you want me to come in and manage your social media for you? I am a freelancer and I would love to be your social media manager. Email me. So I can shoot you over all the details in a sample of my work so that I can help you scale your social media. And you literally pitch right on your podcast, no awkward DMs, no awkward like sales calls. It's just you in the same 10 minute episode, you're already recording, inviting people to work with you. I want you guys to understand the scalability of that. Your choice is one-to-one on social with stuff that dies in 24 hours, wasting your time, And they're not even shopping for a VA on social. That's not what they're doing. Or B, talking to a targeted market of people who literally are looking for exactly what you're selling. 10 people can become 100 people, can become 1,000 people. And you pitch one time and your inbox gets flooded with requests over time. It's not overnight, of course, but over time. For me, I'm like, how do I build something sustainable and scalable? That's always my question.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That's amazing because you're so right. Podcasting. I mean, there's so many thousands of podcasts out there. You could literally podcast about anything. I mean, I've seen anything parenting. I've seen VA I've seen, I've seen everything. So it's everything. awesome. Such a great, everything. great tip. Even
1: like, I even have an episode on how to create a podcast. If you have a product-based business, we've yeah. had people that sell candles and like, they can create a podcast around home, home ambiance and like home decor and then sell their candles through like a a commercial type thing in the middle. Yeah, I've had a lawyer start a podcast and then offer um, bundle contracts to people through her show. We've had realtors start, like, it doesn't matter what you do. The question is, what are you doing on social that could be done quicker, more efficiently, and in way, 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 way less time with less pressure on a podcast And then letting social go. This is not a, and add a podcast. This is do it instead of like start Mm -hmm. podcasting instead of the social. And if you're like, I can't, I can't get off. Do your podcast and simply share one or two graphics about your episode. And then let that be all you do. Right. That's all we do. And we're totally still growing like Instagram and Facebook, the, like the public, like as far as growing a business. They actually don't really do anything except remind your warm market. You have a new episode. That's it. Right.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. And I feel like being on a podcast is so different than focusing on social because with social, we all get anxiety or comparison. We're constantly looking to other people and for approval and everything. So I think podcasting is amazing. I agree. Uh, so How can my audience learn more about getting clear on their niche or if they want to start a podcast?
1: Yeah. So like I mentioned earlier, I have a actual school that I take people through these specific steps. So the first thing that, like I mentioned, we have to do is get clear on our calling. If we don't know what we're called to do and what our niche will be and who we're going to serve, you're going to throw spaghetti at the wall and it's going to not be successful for you. Ask us how we know, right? Like I've done Mm -hmm. that so many times and it was, it was really just taking a pause point point. And figuring out what is the framework that I need to follow to be super clear on what this business would be. And that's inside of my course, clarify your calling, which Melanie does have a link for below uh, for today for you guys. If you're interested in that, it's super, super affordable. Like there's a payment plan as well. There is no price price on clarity, knowing I feel so confident in this business. I'm going to create the second step. Once you have clarity is to start the podcast. And I know that might sound really hard, but the truth is it's really not. There's only a few easy steps. It's knowing how to record and what it will be called, learning how to edit, learning. um, And it's really super affordable. Learning how to promote your episodes and do some really simple stuff like title your podcast in the right way, which I teach you all of inside Podcast Pro University, which is my podcasting course to help you start and launch your successful podcast. we've had some people, they bust that thing out in two weeks, like a month. So there is not a long turnaround on these two steps. And Mel has that link for you below. And I I really think that's, that's the next step. And then of course, if you're not ready and you're not there, I do have a podcast, the Stephanie Gas Show, where you can just come listen to 500 episodes (laughs) and really get acquainted with this whole process. And, you know, and I hope that you pray and discern over how are you growing your business And why, who told you that it has to be that way? And what are you believing that isn't true and really starting there?
0: Awesome, thank you so much for that. And um, can you tell my audience how else they can find you? I know you have a Facebook group,
1: right? Yeah, so we have a Facebook community and this is for that faith-led woman who really, again, you want to grow a business but doing it God's way. We have 9,000 other Christian entrepreneurs just like you in there and that's at free uh, uh, sorry, Steph community.com. That's Steph S T E F G A S S community.com. And then my website is StephanieGas.com. Lots of free gifts over there for you guys downloads and, and all the fun stuff.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Steph. I truly You're appreciate so you welcome. coming on
1: today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: Mama, thank you so much for joining me and Steph today. And I hope that this interview was really helpful for you. If you're deciding to maybe start an online business or a podcast, I hope that you got a lot of great value from this. Steph always brings a fire. So Thank you so much, Steph, for coming on and speaking to my audience. We appreciate you so, so much. You guys, if you are looking to start a podcast or even just get more clear on what God's calling you to do for business, head on over to the link in the show notes and grab one of Steph's courses. You can get a huge discount if you use my link. So you definitely want to check those out. Also, go ahead and follow her on social media. She is on Instagram at Stephanie Gass. And check out her podcast, The Stephanie Gas Show. It is just so inspiring and uplifting. I just love it. It's one of my top favorite podcasts. So thank you guys so much for joining and I will see you next time. Hey, Mama, thank you so much for joining me today and taking time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I hope that it spoke to you in some way and that you learned something new. If you could do me a quick favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star rating and written review, I would so, so appreciate it. These reviews really help other moms connect to the podcast so they can feel encouraged and supported, but it also lights me up just hearing from you. Remember, God has chosen you to be the mother that you are. He has given you your kids for a reason. He has a purpose for your life and he has great plans for you and your motherhood. You are a good mom. You can do hard things and you are so worthy of love. I'll see you next time.